Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. My name is Karina, and I am a psychic medium out of Calgary, Alberta. These last few weeks have been extremely busy, and the sad part is that every single year since I have started doing this work, November and December have been my busiest months. I did an episode last year that was released on December 24th, and it was called The Holidays. In that episode, I discussed how to some people this time of year is so special and meaningful, and to others it can be absolutely painful. Now really think about this. Think about how many people may be at odds with certain family members, and seeing and hearing how their friends are planning amazing parties and gatherings, it can remind them of what they may feel that they are missing in their lives. And now also think about how many people are missing a past loved one. They may feel that there is nothing to celebrate at a time where it is supposed to be magical. I mean, that's what all the holiday movies and specials portray, right? Families coming together, loving each other, and having a great old time. But to some, it can be a time of deep pain, sadness, despair, and loneliness. In the last few weeks, I have worked with so many people that have been truly struggling and in a very dark place. And the crazy thing is that when they would sit down with me, I would tap into their guides to see why they were brought to me, and I would be told how badly they were struggling, and no one around them knew. Not one of their family members, friends, or co-workers knew how behind closed doors they were contemplating their lives. I would look them in the eyes and tell them that I saw their thoughts and how I knew that they were considering ending their lives. Yes, Multiple people that I have worked with this month were sent to me by someone up above because they were close to making a critical decision and falling into a deep, dark hole. I truly believe that they were guided to me because I have been on the edge three times in my life. I knew what it was like to smile and pretend that I was perfectly fine on the outside, but inside, I was dying. I was feeling like I couldn't and didn't want to continue living. I even hid it from my own Reiki master many years ago and a bunch of my healer friends. That is how good I was at hiding it. Not even the healers knew. So imagine, so many people can put on quite a facade as I once did. Not only have I worked with many this month that were on the edge, but I have also worked with many people that have lost someone due to suicide. And I felt guided to do this episode for two very important reasons. The first one is that each family member that I had worked with that had lost someone that took their own life all collectively said that there was zero indication that anything was wrong. None of the people that had passed had let on that anything was ever wrong. Now the second reason for this episode is that recently on the news, Stephen Twitch, boss, who was the co-host of the Ellen DeGeneres show and many other shows, took his own life. The news of his passing has been on every platform. And what hit me hard was here I was being sent so many people that were in his shoes, feeling so desperate, and their guides intervened. And what I think most people would wonder is, why did their guides intervene in these people's lives, but not others? I even wonder that before for myself back in the day. I have asked my guides this very question, and I have never gotten a clear answer. And I say this all the time, as a medium, I don't have all the answers to the universe. I can only see so much. And a lot of things don't always make sense to me either. And that can be quite difficult. The only thing that I have heard through spirit is that we have a few exit plans that we can choose to take. And ultimately, before we incarnate, 
Those exits are laid out for us and we make the choice and plan for when and how we will go. Our free will can also play a part in an exit plan. And so you see, that's where even I get confused as a medium. I won't ever understand all of it until I'm on the other side. And as much as I beg to know and understand more, I'm not meant to, nor are any of you. We have lessons to learn here on earth, and all of us are just trying to navigate through all of it ourselves. I read this post about Stephen Boss, and I felt that I should share it. It said, It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that he had it all in most people's eyes. It didn't matter that he had a beautiful family. It didn't matter that he was an influencer. It didn't matter that he was a millionaire. It didn't matter that he had a beautiful home. It didn't matter how much love was in his home. You can't see any of that when it gets dark. What looks good on the outside isn't always good on the inside. You might be everything that the world loves and all the things you no longer want to be at the same time. So it didn't matter. All of those things that he had, including the most beautiful family, none of that mattered. He had the biggest, happiest smile, but that didn't matter at all either. Behind that smile was a man who was battling his demons alone, and he ultimately succumbed to his pain. It has been said that he had left a suicide note that referenced his past challenges in life. I bet barely anyone, if anyone, actually knew he was struggling behind closed doors. There is a bit of speculation about his passing as many people are confused by many details, but in the end, the only thing that matters is he is no longer here. He chose to end it all. I think so many people cannot understand how anyone would end their life and leave everything behind. I think that only the people who have truly been in that dark place can understand how someone can make this scary decision to end it all. In those dark moments, nothing makes sense. I know this because I have been there. You aren't thinking of the people whose lives would be affected. All you are feeling in that moment is pain and you want it to end. I've done a couple of episodes where I discussed how I almost ended my life and no one knew how badly I was struggling alone. Out of the three times that I had contemplated ending it all, one of them was the worst, and this is something that I have never told anyone before except my husband. But I feel that today is the day to discuss it as I feel it's important to shed some light on why people commit suicide. And not only to understand why people do it, but to hopefully shed some light on things to look out for from the people who are struggling silently. There are some very subtle warning signs that are there, but most fail to see because everyone is so busy living their own lives. Most will say that there were no warning signs whatsoever, but I'm hoping to help others to see beyond the naked eye and to see into the soul to see someone's struggles just as I see with a client as they sit before me. So now let me take you back in time to that one night that could have changed everything. Years ago, I was so traumatized, and everything had hit me all at once. I felt as if I couldn't breathe. I was drowning. We were on a vacation in a beautiful tropical place, and I pretended to smile and make it seem like I was enjoying the vacation. But for a couple of days, I was shaky, I was pacing, and I just couldn't seem to settle down. My mind was racing, and I was so ridden with negative thoughts that I felt like an absolute failure. I felt like I was really suffocating. I barely even had an appetite, and I normally love to eat, so that is one of the biggest signs, at least for my life. 
and here I was on a vacation, so the one thing in life that truly brings me joy. But that trip, I wasn't even close to being myself. I know that looking back, Nick would say that when he would speak to me, I had a vacant stare. I would be smiling at him, but I wasn't present at all. That is a big warning sign. I was so caught in my thoughts that I could barely hear what anyone had to say to me. Anyways, one night I was pacing alone by the pool and I was in panic mode. I just felt this horrible feeling within me. It was a pain that I'm not even sure that I can describe to anyone else. It felt as if a darkness was creeping in and taking me over. And I finally left the pool and I went up to the hotel room and Nick ended up going to sleep and I sat up alone battling my thoughts. And it now pains me to admit that those thoughts had gotten so bad that I almost jumped off that hotel balcony that night. I was moments away from doing it. I had tears pouring down my face and that pain that I felt within my soul was absolutely unbearable. I wanted all of it to end. I wanted to stop breathing in that very moment. And just as I was about to make that fatal decision, I had my angels and guides yelling at me, and I'll never forget it. They started reminding me of all of the things and people I had to live for. And this may sound crazy, but it was in that moment when I felt the darkness get sucked right out of me. I was so shaken up, but thankful that they saved my life. I may not even be explaining this properly, but I'm trying as best as I can to help others understand how people can make a quick decision that ends it all. And also to help anyone out there that may be listening and having those same thoughts as I once was. If I can be that voice in someone's ear reminding them that even though they may be feeling completely alone in this world, there is always someone or something to live for. I believe my guide saved me that day because I am meant to help many people. I have a very big purpose on this earth as a healer and they weren't going to let me give up. But even saying that makes me feel unsettled because I wonder, why me? Why aren't the others being saved too? And again, I may never know the true answer to that. All I know is that I have to try to save and help as many people as I can. I told my guides years ago that I would dedicate my life to being of service to others, and I meant it. Over the years, I have been sent so many people that have been on death's doorstep, and I am forever grateful that Spirit trusted me to help them to want to live. I believe I went through all of that so I could truly be able to see when someone was struggling, even though they may have been hiding it from everyone else. So now let's go back to those subtle signs that could potentially be there. And again, not everyone will show those subtle signs because they are too good at hiding it. But here are a couple to look out for just in case. Number one, change in appetite. So either eating more or less. Number two, change in personality. Either they are on edge, slightly panicked, or completely opposite and calm like they have never been before. Number three, change in sleep patterns. So sleeping more or less or having disrupted sleep. And number four, change in the look of their eyes. So their eyes can take on a very vacant look. Now these signs are the subtle signs from my perspective as that is how I was feeling around that time frame. And I'm sure there's many more. And sadly, in some cases, maybe none at all. The one thing that I can suggest is to really look deep into someone's eyes. 
The eyes are the window to the soul, and the truth is all there. But honestly, how often do we ever really look that intently into someone's eyes? I don't even do that unless I'm in a session with someone. I mean, I can feel a lot of people's emotions, but I try to shut off my psychic abilities when I go out because I don't want to see it all. But the minute someone sits with me, I know. I can see it in their eyes and I say it right away. So if you are concerned about someone, even if they seem happy, joking, and playful, really look deep. The laughter and smiles can be their way of hiding it. It is usually said that the ones that smile the brightest are the ones who hold the deepest pain, and this is so true. And this time of year can be that difficult for some that they can sink fast into that darkness. That is why for the last eight years, November and December have been the busiest times for me. And so I wanted to do an episode to hopefully help others to maybe pay a little extra attention to their friends, loved ones, or co-workers. So many of us get caught up in our own little worlds that we don't always see if someone is struggling. So I want to leave you all with this today. If you are struggling, please reach out for help. You are not a burden to anyone. No matter how dark it gets, I swear there is a light at the end of that tunnel. There is always something or someone to live for. If you are worried or concerned about someone that you feel isn't in a good place, just let them know that you see them and that you are there. Sometimes we may be concerned, but we don't always voice it. So say something, anything. You never know how much it can mean to someone by just making them feel seen and heard. I also know that missing a past loved one can be extremely hard during the holidays but I do promise that they will be with you in spirit. And I always say, the happier you are, the happier they will be on the other side. I want to thank you all so much for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. And although I may not have all of the phone numbers out there for help, this is the one number that I have found. It is the National Suicide Hotline in Canada. The phone number is one 456 4566, or you can text 45645. Please reach out if you need help. If you would like to book a reading with me, I can be reached at www.divinemessages.ca or on Instagram at divinemessages333 or at the Divine Messages Podcast. Please bear in mind that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on the Divine Messages interpretations we can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.